welcome in to the next episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. I hope you all had a great weekend. And on this episode of my podcast, I will be updating you on the Major League Baseball playoffs as we are now in the ALCS and the NLCS stage is of the playoffs. First with the ALCS, the Houston Astros taking on the Tampa Bay Rays. Game one of that series was played last night, and the Rays took a 1-0 lead after winning game one 2-1. Blake Snell for the Rays got the win after pitching five innings and only giving up one earned run. While on the other side for the Houston Astros, Framber Valdez got the loss after pitching six innings and giving up two earned runs. Diego Castillo for the Rays got the save. As far as scoring in this game, the lone Houston Astros run came on a Jose Altuve home run, while for the Rays, Randy Rosarena homered and Mike Zunino had a RBI base hit. Game two is today at 3.07 Central Time, as it'll be Lance McCullers Jr. versus Charlie Morton on the mound. This series, I could see going long because I think that both teams are similar as far as the fact that they're built similarly and they have pretty balanced teams on both sides, which is no surprise in ALCS and any CS in baseball, you have two balanced teams. That's why they're there. And the Rays, I foresee ultimately winning the series, but both teams are very solid and are there for a reason. And I think it'll be a close series all the way. As we saw in last night's game one, it was a two to one game. I think that the margin of victory for all games of the series should be pretty close or for at least most of them. And uh, both teams definitely are, are very talented and they have great lineups all the way through. I mean, the Astros lineup is, I think their seventh hitter or sixth hitter in it is Yuli Gurriel. And he's like a really good first baseman that's productive always. So that's something that you can say, hey, that's a really solid lineup. And Josh Reddick is another player who's a pretty productive player. He's not an elite player, but he's like their eighth or ninth hitter in most of their lineups. So they are have a deep lineup, and so do the Rays on the flip side. The Rays are a team that, for the most part, is drafted and developed. There are other moves like trades and some small free agent acquisitions, but the Rays are kind of not a bigger market, so they kind of have to do with what they have and do it to the best of their ability. And you have to give Kevin Cash a whole lot of credit. He's come in years ago and taken over the job, and now we're in 2020, and he's got his team in the ALCS, and he is a manager that's managed very well and played the pitching matchups well and played the bullpen game well when he's going to his bullpen. He plays the matchups well, and he 
seems to have a calmer demeanor. I mean, sometimes he gets a little out of hand, but for the most part, he seems like he's a he's a calm guy and definitely has kind of a fun side to him, which rubs off on his players, and he's a really good manager. While for the Houston Astros, Dusty Baker, it's his first year with the Astros. He's done a nice job coming in with the talk of the Astros cheating and the whole garbage can thing, thing that they had with them banging on garbage cans and all that, the, the scandal that was. And he came in with a lot of people in the media saying, oh, well, you're, you're a cheater. You, you're managing a cheating team. Dusty is not a cheater because it's his first season with the Astros. He came into the situation, but the team is cheaters. But the Astros have done a nice job of not letting that affect them too much. They've had a lot of talk in the media of people going at them for cheating, and rightfully so. Cheating isn't good at all. But they've done a nice job kind of weathering the storm and showing people, hey, there's no fans in the stands, unfortunately, due to the, the coronavirus. And it doesn't look like as much we're cheating this season. We may have in the past, but we're a really good team with really solid players. And we just let it all hang out on the field. And now we're in the ALCS. So that's kind of the, the look right now at the series. The Rays boast a really solid starting pitching team. I mean, they have... Tyler Glass now, Blake Snell, they have a really solid bullpen. They're just like any team in the playoffs. They're a really solid team overall, and same for the, the Houston Astros. Uh, unsung hero for the Astros, who's a young pitcher who's done very well when he's had his number called is Framber Valdez. Last night he only gave up two runs, and that's pretty solid, and it's not his fault that his offense didn't score as much against a tough pitching race team, but sometimes those, those pitchers like Framber Valdez come into the game and they are really solid and they're a real young pitcher and they play their role very well. So he's a player that's done a really nice job so far in this postseason for the Houston Astros. In the next segment of my podcast for this episode, I will talk about the NLCS. So stay tuned for that in a few seconds after this little break. Now we turn our attention and focus on the NLCS between the Atlanta Braves and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Game one of that series is tonight at 7.08, as it'll be Max Freed for the Braves against Walker Buehler for the Dodgers on the mound. And both teams are really complete in this series. I first want to focus on the Braves. They have a really talented bullpen. They have guys in their bullpen like Mark Melanson, Will Smith, Chris Martin. They have a bunch of pitchers in their bullpen that do a nice job of lowering the opponent's batting average and... Every time they come into the game, they 
have a opponent batting average where the team's hitting against them is super low, and that definitely helps them win those close ball games and move on because that's really invaluable when you when you look at a postseason team. A lot of games are won by the bullpen because you have two really talented teams who are at the place in the playoffs for a reason, and the better bullpen is going to win out, and that's definitely the recipes for success for the Braves. They have Max Fried, who's starting on the mound tonight in game one, who's one of the better young pitchers in all of baseball, and also Ian Anderson, who probably will get the ball in game two, if not game two, game three. He's a young pitcher. He's one of the top prospects in all of baseball, and he's come into the Major League Baseball season in his first year as a rookie and done a great job. Really just showing people, hey, I'm a top prospect for a reason, and I've pitched up to it. He's a classic prospect nowadays that comes up. He usually throws in the high 90s, sometimes maybe touches 100 on the radar gun, and has really solid other complimentary pitches that really make it tough on an opposing lineup. And he's shown it not only in the regular season and the 60-game modified COVID regular season, but in the postseason. I mean, a young player, a lot of times, maybe the lights may be too bright for them, but so far up until this point, no. Ian Anderson's done a nice job. And the Braves have a sneaky good lineup. I mean, they have Ozzy Albies, Ronald Acuna. They also have players like Freddie Freeman, Marcelo Zuna. I mean, they're one of the deeper lineups, and typically in the postseason you have teams like that who have a deep lineup, and their six, seven, eight hitter is could be a number three hitter in any other major league lineup. That's just how talented their lineup is. And so they're they're gonna be a tough out. Although they're facing the Dodgers, the Dodgers are loaded with superstars and super talent, so it'll be tough to beat the Dodgers. But I think that they can give the Dodgers a run for their money. Do I think that they're going to beat the Dodgers in the series? No, I don't. I think that the Dodgers are just too supremely talented. Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, Kershaw, Walker Buehler. I mean, you could go on and on. They have a strong bullpen, much like the Braves. That will help them. And this series should be maybe a few games that kind of are a larger margin of win because the offenses might dictate how the game goes as far as the offense may be way better than the pitching. But I think for the most part, you're going to see some narrow wins by teams and laden ball games. You're going to see Brian Snitker for the Braves. And Dave Roberts for the Dodgers really kind of have a chess match between the two and play the bullpen game. I mean, we already saw Dave Roberts in the series against the Padres. It was a game that was an elimination game for the Dodgers. And in the ninth inning, Kenley Jansen, years ago he had great velocity, but now he's kind of up a little bit more up and there in age, and he had to come out of the game because his fastball was topping out at 89 miles an hour. 
and he was kind of struggling with his command. And nowadays in a closer, you probably want a faster fastball from your closer. And Dave Roberts made the move to go to Joe Kelly. And Joe Kelly is a guy who has a better fastball as far as velocity this year. And that proved to be a great move. And Dave Roberts even kind of hinted as much in his post game saying, I'm not sure if I'm going to pitch Kenley Jansen in the ninth or not. We'll have to kind of talk about it. He kind of said that I'm paraphrasing, but that's what he kind of said in his post game. So that just goes to show you how valuable those late inning decisions are. And they could be the difference in you winning or losing a game. And it should be a long series between these two teams. But the Dodgers, I think, are just super talented. I, I talked about a deep lineup for the Braves. You look at the Dodgers lineup, it's probably even deeper. And some of these teams in this postseason, their bench players, like the Dodgers have Jock Peterson on their bench. And yeah, Jock Peterson doesn't hit for a high average, but Jock Peterson is a good home run hitter. And their bench players could be starters on any other team. So that just show, goes to show you how loaded these teams are and how great of a series these ALCS and NLCS should be and how, for the most part, really solid and competitive the series up until this point have been. So that's kind of my preview of the ALCS and the NLCS as the ALCS is already underway while the NLCS kicks off tonight and the ALCS game two is today. So there's kind of a look at those series. And in future episodes of my podcast, I will keep updating you listeners on that. And as we go forward in the MLB playoffs, as those are winding down. So thank you all for listening. And I hope that you all enjoyed this episode of my podcast and the other episodes as well as the ones in the future. Don't be afraid to let people know about my podcast. I'm trying to garner a consistent audience. All of you listeners who have been the consistent audience so far up until this point, I can't thank you enough. And I hope that you'll continue to be a listener and you, I hope that you continue to enjoy my podcast. I think that it's a great way to talk about sports and Definitely something that I want the word to get around and I want as many listeners as possible. And I thank you all for listening and continuing to listen. And I hope that more listeners climb aboard and we keep increasing my audience because with any podcast, you want an audience. And I hope that I always have a consistent audience. So thank you so much. And this has been Another episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel, and I look forward to talking with you again very soon.